This is the No Swear Gamer from YouTube and the Atari 1700 Game by Game podcast, and you are listening to the podcasting pride of the Smoky Mountains, the Two Dudes in a Ness, with your hosts, Dude Michael and Dude Justin. Paul and Andy. Hey. Oh hey. my God. Oh my God. It's been so long since we've been on. Yeah. I, Whatever. I, has it? It has been. <laughs> it feels like it's been at least a minute or two. Hey, don't tell this Justin. Don't tell Justin we're recording this though, okay? We gotta keep oh, this no, no. on the down low. Okay. He's not on this no. episode. He wasn't invited to the show. Secret so, episode. Uh, secret episode. Nice. Uh, yeah. Secret safe because we would not want to do anything to jeopardize our relationship with Justin. Right. Oh, right. No. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, he's he's usually the one that gives us the quizzes. That's oh. right. And you may or may yeah. not get a uh, makeshift uh, crummy quiz from me to put oh. you two against each other and potentially break up oh. this this beautiful marriage you have of. Oh, of, uh, oh, 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 we'll see oh, what Michael, happens. There's, there's nothing only, you can do. Yeah, if, only, if only you knew how close we've come so many times. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, so uh, no, truth be told, Justin um, was going to be on the show, but uh, he's a doctor and has to go on call sometimes, uh, which I'm thinking might be an excuse because you guys have brought us a doozy in uh, the cryon conquest tonight so uh, i don't know if he's actually yes. on call or if he just decided he uh, wanted to quote unquote be on call yeah well in uh, typical paul fashion he has chosen a game that is less than stellar shall we say <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah this this was a uh, the game wanted to be really good and it just it it didn't it fell very short of the finish line thought about it for a minute yeah spoiler alert no let's save your thoughts, save your thoughts. <laughs> yeah yeah yep, yep. all right um so we'll do this um it'll be a little bit weird without justin there's the, the episodes without justin are few and far between on this podcast i think mm. uh actually there may only be one other instance where he's not even on the show at all but wow, uh, I, so this is a this, this is a bit of a rare episode um, there's been a couple where he's had to bow out uh, midway, but uh, yeah, no, this may be one of two or three where he's actually not on the show at all, unless he decides he wants to jump on later like from, well, the, we will, from the surgery room or something. <laughs> we will do our best to not screw it up for yeah. for you and for all the the listeners. Yeah, that yeah, right, exactly. That was a long way, long winded way of me saying uh, don't screw up. Yeah, or, no, it, this could enough. be my head. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's kind of like Power Trip, where there's very, very few episodes where I'm not in it, and those are our least watched episodes. <laughs> yeah. Is it real? Oh, that's right. That's right. Very few episodes. Yeah, that was me and Kevin, and yeah, yeah. and that was it. Yep. It was, was just it. a a vacuum of of personality there all right, right all right i get it people come to listen uh, to watch you not me i get it i get it <laughs> yeah well we'll see this may be the same case I'll, when i look at the podcasting numbers and uh it shows that everybody listened or watched for the first three minutes and then stopped i'll know it's because they found out just wasn't gonna be on the show and they, they left 
<laughs> then Michael, then we need to start our own either YouTube channel or podcast. Uh, and we need to just get, just make it happen. Yeah, I think that would be a good idea, except for if Andy and Justin are the ones that really bring in the listeners, our our endeavor may be... Uh, we'll have, we'll have a, a negative amount of listeners. Exactly. A, yeah. <laughs> Even YouTube doesn't want to watch their videos. <laughs> yeah. YouTube's like, uh, should we check this one for copyright and stuff? Nah. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's those guys. This does not meet the uh, the social guidelines. <laughs> still, right. still, we would still have more listeners than Genesis Gems, though. So, uh, oh, of course, you mean the Genesis Germs? Oh, sick! <laughs> Which is what germs do? Oh <laughs> my yeah, god, we brought, it, brought full it full circle. Whoa, full, full circle. circle. <laughs> All right, you and know he's what a I th- doctor, so he can fix it. Holy oh moly! Okay, oh, I think man, I think that brings us up to our first segment: Justin's historical tidbits and trivia. Now it's time for Justin's Historical Tidbits and Trivia. Time to get out your D-pad notepads because you're about to get schooled by the doctor. All right. So I'm going to fumble my way through this and uh, basically make everybody realize how much they miss Justin. Because I'm going to do a quiz game. And I'm not a good quiz host like Justin. So you guys know the rules. Uh, but for anybody out there listening that doesn't know yet, it's going to be Paul versus Andy, and they're going to chime in. Their buzzer is their name, all right? Although Andy's got two Paul syllables, Paul's got one. So uh, I don't know how that's going to work, but just get it out real fast. <laughs> I'll do my best. Okay. Yeah, definitely close the Wikipedia because I may or may not get all of my questions from there. So All right. Paul <laughs> just got closed. Dang it. <laughs> all right. So. Question, there'll be five questions, and you get the A through D answer choices. Um, so eh, if you get it wrong, Andy, for, inst- for instance, Paul will get a chance, vice versa. All right? Okay. Okay, cool. I get it wrong. Well, I don't know. You know what I mean. <laughs> because you naturally get stuff wrong. I mean, that's fair, <laughs> historically speaking. I d- hey, I threw in that vice versa in there, okay? That's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay, so this game released in Japan December 14th, 1990, and later in North America in J- on January 25th, 1991, uh, was, is, the Japanese name is Magical, Magical Doropi, Magical Kids Doropi, I'm sorry if I mispronounced that, but uh, they said that it took around 10 months to finish, and the title of the game was originally planned to be a licensed game based on this 1986 anime. Was it A, The Lack of Eyelashes, B, TV Tokyo, C, The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, Paul. or, yes, Paul? The C, The Wonderful Wizard of Oz. That is correct. All right. That's one wow. for Paul. Lame. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a good time. I don't know about you. <laughs> All right. There are uh, several differences between the Japanese version and the North American version. Um, but aside from the name, the name of this game in the North America is obviously the Cryon Conquest and the Japanese version is Magical Kids the Ropey. Um, But outside of that, um, this is one of the few games that I am aware of where they actually made it more difficult 
in North America than in Japan. What feature was removed to make this Andy. game more? De- yes, Andy. <laughs> the continue feature. That is correct. Oh, they actually removed the continue feature in this game and make you start they, all over again. They did because uh, for some reason they thought that American gamers liked difficult games. <laughs> like Dark Souls was already out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In 1990. Yeah. All right. That was a good job. That was a good job. Uh, thank you. Okay. All right. So that's one for Paul, one for Andy. This is tight. This is getting tight. Oh, I'm ready. Okay, so they did plan a sequel to this game, but it was never developed or released. Why was it not? Paul. Yes, Paul. You cheater. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was deemed too expensive. Okay. Uh, Yes, technically, uh, that is true. But that was not the actual answer choice that was going to be in the multiple choice list. No! I got to see how I want to. Okay, I'll tell you what. If you can tell me why it was going to be more expensive, that'll work. I'll let you because, elaborate. Because it was supposed to be released on the uh, SNES. Okay. Yeah. And the developer kit was too expensive to acquire. Ah, no. oh, the developer kit. I, okay. I say that that's, that's a no say. go. Yeah. I, I don't think Paul gets a point for that. Okay. He we'll just. A bit. We'll scratch that question. Oh, there come we go. There on. we go. At least a I'd, quarter of a point. It's worth a tenth. <laughs> I tell you what, that can be that can be the tiebreaker if you guys end up All tie, right, tied there we at go. the end I'm of this. happy. All I'm right. happy with that. Of course you're happy. Nice. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Um all right. So back to uh, the differences between the Japanese and North American version of the game. Um in addition to making it more difficult, they also removed pretty much every cutscene. In the game, with the exception of which cutscene was it? A okay, go ahead, ahead, Andy. I I I jumped the gun. Okay, what (laughs) answer? (laughs) Answer, answer. No, that's all right. I know. Here, I I put too long of a pause in there. That was my fault. I'm like I said, I'm not a good host like Justin. All right, was it a? (laughs) Was it a? The final cutscene before fighting the boss. Was it B? A mid-game cutscene. After you've uh, finished two rounds, was it C, a cutscene before the title screen? Andy. Okay, Andy. The the opening cutscene. It was the it was the opening cutscene. Yes, that's correct. There we go. They did. uh, They did. The Japanese. I don't know why he said Andy again because he already called it before. Oh yeah, so that's true. Answers. (laughs) You would. uh, You would have. You would have probably said that without the multiple choice answers. I'm sure. yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah, they did. The Japanese version actually had several cutscenes, kind of similar to uh, a game like Ninja Gaiden. Um, but mm. for some reason, they removed most of them out of the North American version, except for an opening one, I guess, to kind of tell the story. In a, in a, Loo- sort of loosely, very loosely. Yeah, yeah. They, yes, exactly. It's it it, le- it it has more questions than answers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, partially also because. Uh, there were some religious imagery type things that Nintendo of America didn't allow, whereas Japanese uh, did allow. So, mm. all right. So we've got two for Andy, one for Paul. Uh, if Paul gets this next one, I guess technically he wins. If since I'm calling that other one the tiebreaker, 
So wow. Andy, get this one right. And and uh, so is this, this, home is, the bacon. this is the final question. All right. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Okay. The game originally released, like I said, in the 1990-1991, has since had a mobile re-release. Paul. Okay, Paul. It came out for uh, for uh, for phones in 2004. Yes, but what's the answer to my question? There you go. go. <laughs> That's wait, what you wait, get. Wait, wait, wait. I am gonna walk away with this one. Take okay. away the point. Came out for phone 2004. They corrected the issue with the difficulty of the game by adding in. Okay, continues. just okay. Well, just still not the right answer that I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah. uh, and you may you may no longer speak. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and ask the question now. All right. <laughs> uh, and Andy, you can um, you can answer uh, whenever you please. And if you want to wait until my leisure, yeah, just take your time. Answer whenever you you know just whatever you you can listen to all the all the answers whatever. All right, so. Uh, yes, they did correct the difficulty a bit in the mobile phone version. It was released mm-hmm. in J- exclusively in Japan through the Vodafone service. Um, oh, my God. But uh, in the introduction, to, to make it easier, they introduced two new modes into the game. Uh, the names of those two modes were what? Were they A, Easy and Upload, B, Mega and Man, <laughs> C, Easy and Hard, or D, um, NES and Famicom. I'm going to say A, Easy and Upload. You. I hate you. Yep, that is correct. Andy, you are the winner. Yeah. Woo! I have a feeling that Paul might have had a, had a shot at it. <laughs> Had he not I don't uh, think got, he did. got a little yeah, no, too I antsy, did. I did because did. we we uh, we heard about that, and I you said what's upload mode? I'm like, oh, it's probably like Excite Bike or like Mario Maker, like you could upload like your own levels or something. I don't remember what it um, was, whatever it was, but that's why it stuck in my mind. Um, I, I had I had a lot of information on it, but <laughs> definitely not <laughs> not the right information, not, not as much information as uh, Michael and Justin brought us. Well, well, you you uh, you had the knowledge. You just uh, you got to learn the game, right? The game is that's right. You, you got to wait on the question first of all. With, uh, there you go. With, with you great go. with great power comes great responsibility. I don't think that uh, applies here. I, I think <laughs> I think you just got preemptively excited. I think I know what I said. <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, you were the kid in class as the teacher's writing the the math question on the the chalkboard. You were just like the answer's ten. She's like, it's four times eight. <laughs> no. You're like, oh. No, that wasn't me. Uh, yeah. So it's more like uh, the teacher's writing it. You say the answer's 10, and she says, uh, actually, this is algebra. It's not. It's this, <laughs> the answer is actually like something totally unrelated. 4X <laughs> times 32. You know, anyway. <laughs> Needless to say, Andy, you are the clear-cut winner here, I think. Uh, they, Undisputed. The, the tiebreaker right. does not apply. Uh, so there you go. I didn't even have to worry about it. That's all right. All is right with the world. That's all I have to say about that. That's it's the way it should be. That's okay, because I, I beat the game. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. 
Only because you took it, but that's all right. (laughs) All right, let me round out this history. The game was, uh, if I haven't already mentioned, it was developed and and published by Vic Takai. Uh, The programmer of this game was Satori Okada, and the composers were Kiriyoshi Yokoyama and Masaki Kase. Yeah, Justin, I I don't uh, I feel for you, buddy. That is that is tricky to pronounce those names. That's a lot of <laughs> a lot of hard names. Yeah. All right. But yeah. So um, Okada is a fairly well known guy. Victor Kai is a well known company. You know, we got uh, I think um, get the makings for a, for a real real quality game here. Um, will it be? I don't know. We'll find out shortly. But I want to know. I want to know. Well, I feel like. I feel like Victor Kai, they, they had a chance to really be something big too. Cause they, they released uh Golgo 13 and that yep. was, that was very popular. And I think that Nintendo power actually covered Golgo 13, uh top secret episode. So mm-hmm. I think, I, I think they had the makings to be something really big and, and they, uh, and they, they took a gamble on this one. Hmm. Yeah. And Satori Okada, he, um, he was a big Nintendo guy, like actual, Nintendo proper. I think he was. Mm. Oh, um, wow. So I'm not sure where the Victor Kai comes in to play, unless there's two of the guys of the same name. But if he programmed this game um, and also a bunch of. Because he was part of. I'm pretty sure he's part of Nintendo RD1, which would have involved, you know, like Metroid, Kid Icarus. Yeah. Uh, so it's interesting. I'm not sure how he tied into Victor Kai or this game. Uh, but yeah, there's, if Justin was here, the history would probably flesh that out. But unfortunately, you got me, and uh, <laughs> and so there we go. That, that's where we're at. But I want to know, Michael, did you go on a quest to find this game uh, and stuff? Actually, I'm not going to answer this question. I'm going to throw it to you guys. So here we go. Hold on. Here it comes. Now it's time for the thrill of eight bit discovery with Michael's quest to find the cart. <laughs> I figure as long as we're mixing it up and I'm doing, having to give out the quiz game, then uh, I'm going to throw it to you guys. I know you have this cart because you have every mm-hmm. cart. Yep. So tell us, uh, how'd you, how'd you come across this one? So this one, I, I, I wish that we had a, uh, it, it, like, I wish I had a story for it, but just I make really one up. Have... That's what I do. Yeah. Just make, just no, make one it's, up. It, so, so I was walking down the street one day and I decided to, uh, just stop at this, uh, local burger place that i just really love and uh so i ordered my food and i was waiting for it and there's this this weird guy who's just kind of sitting in the corner and he's just kind of staring at me and i'm like huh it's every time i looked over there he was staring in my direction and uh and i thought man this is really weird like why is he staring at me i got my food i i sat down at my table and he just followed me and i'm just like okay something something's up like i'm i'm not feeling great um but of course, I uh, I finished my burger. It was oh, it was absolutely delicious. There was a fried egg on it. Oh, so good. That does sound uh, but delicious. then I walked, uh, yeah. But then I walked up to this guy and I'm like, hey, can I help you? Like you've been staring at me. Like do, do we have some something going on here? And he's like, you look like a video game player. I'm like, yeah. How how did you how did you know that? I bet, uh, I bet mid thirties. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, male. I bet you play in. I, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I bet you play Nintendo a lot. And I'm like, wow, how like huh. How does how does he know that? And uh and he's like, Yeah. 
In fact, you look like one of those guys from that Power Trip Gaming uh, YouTube channel. And I'm like, okay, now you're starting to creep me out. What's going on here? And then he pointed to to my shirt, and I, I was wearing my my Power Trip Gaming shirt. So that's, that's how he that's how he knew. Um, but he said, hey, I've got this game. It's a game that hardly anybody has ever heard of before. It's called The Cryon Conquest. And uh, I think you might like it. If you're, if you're into Mega Man, you're totally going to like this. And guess what? Nobody knows about this game. Really underground. You're going you're gonna to love it. And uh, so I said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. Like, what, what, uh, what, what, a, what do you want for it? He's like, nothing. Just, just buy me a burger. So I bought him a burger and he gave me the game. Hmm. Was he homeless or Absolutely. something? He wasn't homeless. No, no. He was passing on the curse, like that movie. It follows or, uh, or Jumanji. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. <laughs> the only way you can get rid of the curse is to pass it on to somebody else. Yeah, he did that with you. Oh, there mm-hmm. you go. Maybe, maybe. Starting to make a lot of sense. <laughs> so yeah, okay. that was right. that was the quest. That was not the quest bad. To find the card. Not bad. Not bad. Actually, that's a pretty good story. That's a pretty good story. Yeah, I, think I, I you, tried. I tried on the fly. If, if we were ranking, if we were ranking uh, the quests to find the carts, uh, you would you'd fit smack dab somewhere in the middle of all the stories that I've told. So, oh, nice, nice. a real Stephen King. Uh, hey, I, do, I do what I can. <laughs> uh, that's not that's not uh, saying much. I've got some real good ones out there, so don't, don't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't feel bad. Not compared Honestly, to does anybody have a good story? Like nobody knows what this game even is. Yeah. So when I when I actually originally found this game um, at a, a store that I frequented a lot in Madison, Wisconsin, um, I just it, it was at a time when I was trying to get every game that that I possibly could for as little as I could, and so um, this place usually had games like Nintendo games for three dollars and ninety nine cents, and I found this one and i just i knew it wasn't one that i had so i picked it up and i would say it was it was a long time since i had like i I didn't play it for the longest time and it wasn't until we started power trip that um that i actually popped it in played it and uh funny story it was actually supposed to be so we're we're up to what 200 and 234 234 this was actually supposed to be believe it or not game 16 (laughs) <laughs> and uh it just completely uh completely destroyed me and uh it wasn't until 200 and some odd games later that we came back to it. Oh, okay. All right. Uh so did you practice in the meantime or did you just give up and come back and just say I'm you're more determined now? You yeah, actually probably your skills are a lot better I'd say after 200 and some games, right? So I I think it's a little bit of of everything. Um so I did um I, I had the game with me so that I could practice it, and I practiced it uh, not a, a single bit for three, four years. And it actually wasn't until um, just this past couple months that I just I picked it up. I decided to uh, to try it and practice it, and I was getting farther and farther incrementally. And so I thought, you know what? I think I think we can do this. And then I was able to just, um, yeah able to finish it off but i think yeah skills we we definitely have picked up some skills along the way um especially when it comes to platforming mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't doubt it after that many games you would think yeah. that uh so jess and i are like on the 100 episode 170 something of course we don't force ourselves to beat them like you do but uh, you would think we'd pick no, up some skills too but uh no i've not picked up any skills i've, I've just progressively yeah, gotten no, gotten worse over the years somehow 
So I, I'm I'm pretty sure that that's uh, you're gonna live longer than both me and Andy, or at least oh. maybe have maybe have a little less arthritis at least. That's true. Yes, <laughs> uh, less less broken appendages too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's talk about the game. Um, after a word from our sponsor, I don't. So first of all, first first sponsor. One we've been do, doing the last few months. I don't know if you guys have heard of this Manscaped, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it, it's pretty nice. Uh, I don't know that our our code works anymore because I think it was just a month long thing, and the month is probably up. But you guys are welcome to keep keep trying it if you want to try to get twenty percent off and free shipping at manscaped.com. You can use the code two dudes. That's the let. That's the number two, and then the word dudes at manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping. I hope it still works for you. It may not. It was, like I said, it was a limited time uh, promo. But uh, yeah, I recommend the Razor. Uh, the Lawnmower 4.0 has done me done me well. Um, and I've started trying some of the creams. There's a, like a couple creams and stuff that are like shampoos and things. They're, they're pretty nice too. I'm not a big cream kind of guy. I don't know how you guys are with lotions and things, but I, I really despise lotions and smelly stuff. I like to go more natural, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely not a uh, not a lotion guy, but uh, man, twenty percent off free shipping—that's like you can't afford not to. Ex- exactly. So if you want that, that's uh, promo code two dudes. That's the number two, and the word dudes at manscaped.com. All right, and now here's another sponsor. I'm Tom Arnold, and I'm impressed that you're listening to Two Dudes at a Desk. Time to dig in to some good old fashioned game discussion. All right, we can talk about the game now. Now, a little behind the scenes for everybody. Uh, when you hear the Tom Arnold, that's my placeholder now for when I'm going to actually cut the episode and allow for the dynamic ad insertion. So, if you hear the Tom, if you're hearing the Tom Arnold, that means you're either a Patreon donor or we've lost all our sponsorships for now. So, uh, you should go give us a rate us on iTunes and give us a review so that we can get those back. Um, yeah, so there you go. Please, please. Um, but no, no big deal. I mean, who doesn't want to hear Tom Arnold (laughs) as the, as our sponsor, right? No, absolutely not. Tom Tom Arnold would be impressed. That's right. Some would probably prefer it. Um, all right. Before we get into the game though, let's, um, Paul, you said that you had something you wanted to give away to the listeners, which sounds awesome. So uh let's do that what what was it you were uh, wanting to offer so this game very very ambitious but as we go through our discussion of the game i have this nagging feeling that we are going to be referring to mega man a lot and so everybody knows that the best mega man game of all time was mega man 2 oh yeah so we at Power Trip Gaming would like to give away a copy of Mega Man 2. And if you would like, just because I don't know if, if anybody wants it, but we will, at, at your request, we will autograph it too. It was is not the first time we've actually autographed a card to somebody. <laughs> so if they do, it's it, we, we can autograph it from Power Trip Gaming. Nice. Okay. I would, uh, I would take them up on that offer. Because you never know, Power Trip could be the next big thing. <laughs> they're, already, they're already two <laughs> two hundred something episodes deep. So when they get to that, that seven hundred uh, 
700 yeah, no, whatever 50, mark 50 yeah. 50 years later yep yep we'll know we have made it <laughs> yeah that's right let's see so uh, we got to think of a way uh that they c- should get the game so i think what they should do um i got an idea so i think they should go to your video on the cryon conquest okay so you probably have multiple videos on it don't you uh, yeah, so like, got, it's yeah, like a three-parter. Three. All right, just yep, so yep. go to yep. go to everybody. Go to part one. If you want, if you want to copy Mega Man two, this is simple. That's all you got to do. Go to part one, and and then on part ones, you can watch it or whatever, and comment on part one with our promo code two dudes. I think that should be uh, I think that's pretty good. simple, right? Maybe give them. I think so. Maybe give them a like and subscribe while you're there, and then what they say, smash that like button or the bell icon or whatever. Do all yeah. that stuff, or 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 just or just be you. Do what you want to do. Well, yeah, whatever. So the first person, <laughs> first person to go do that, uh, can you can have a copy of everybody too? There you go. That is very I fair. like it. All right, and so that is Power Trip Gaming. They're on YouTube. Um, is it all one word? No, it's all it's three words. Power Trip. Yeah, it's it's no, it's it's well. If you go to powertripgaming.tv, all one word, oh. it'll take you directly to the channel. Yep. Okay, that works too. So yeah, go to the Cryon Conquest video. Um, I recommend just going to part one. That's be the easiest one, right? And uh, yeah. yeah, oh yeah. C- comment with our Manscaped promo code, two dudes. They- <laughs> <laughs> how fitting. <laughs> yeah, it works. How how is that for a spider web of promo right there? Hey, we wouldn't we wouldn't want it any other way. <laughs> Nobody's going to get this game. You know, this is we've made it way too complicated. <laughs> If after like a month nobody nobody can pull it off, then uh, we'll, we'll, we'll figure out we'll another figure way. Out. Yeah, we'll figure <laughs> out another way. But anyways, all right, cool. So thank you, Paul. That's very nice. That's very nice of you guys and Andy. You're very welcome. I very do welcome. what I can. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about this game. Um, I'll always like to start with the manual, but I don't know. Do you guys have a copy of the manual, or are we just going to go to the PDF online? Uh. So I have a PDF copy of okay. the manual on my phone. Yeah, that's um, cool. this this game, and, and we will probably talk about it later. But it's it's not the cheapest game, so the instruction booklet is also not cheap. Yeah, yep, uh, that is and, very and true. And, and it's and it's definitely lacking in in page count and story and direction direction <laughs> and this, it's a pretty weak manual yeah it's pretty weak all right i'll let you yeah. uh you got it let's i'll let you read the story in your best okay. voice so i will read the introduction now we'll, we'll set the the setting here think of post-apocalyptic setting in 1999 the cryon emperor robot battalion descended upon the earth and brought the planet to the brink of destruction the Cryon Emperor or Empire demanded the immediate and unconditional surrender of the world. When planet Earth refused, the Cryon Emperor Empire uh, wow. start, started a <laughs> massive general attack. The Cryon Empire set up a large base at points all over the world from which they sent out their robots. The robot hordes attacked indiscriminately. Their power overwhelmed even the most advanced armaments of the world. Nearly everyone believed the world would soon be ruled by the Cryon Empire. But now, 
Oh, that's it. That's, that's it. it. <laughs> that's it. It just stops. It just ends. <laughs> okay. All right. But now, so, and I think, and I think that that, but now it's supposed to then segue into the opening cinematic of the game. But truth be told, you you don't get any further story development. Not really. So. Well, I mean, like a some witch shows up, and there's like a guy with orange hair. Yeah, so there's That's a guy it. with the orange hair who <laughs> takes a hit from somebody and then sends up a rod, and out comes this Mega Francesca. Man. Francesca, who looks exactly like Mega Man, but with black hair and a, a, wizard, witch, hat. a wizard hat. Yeah, And then she comes down and says, I am Francesca. And then the game starts. <laughs> cool. So it's like, okay, who are you, Francesca? Like, why are you here? What are you going to, to be doing on this, on this strange adventure of yours? Yeah, I don't know. I think the opening cutscene is actually pretty cool, though. I think it looks it, pretty cool. It does. It looks amazing. I just wish that there was more direction of, like, what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even with Ninja Gaiden, you still got, like, with the cutscenes, you also got the, the words. And yeah. they just they didn't do that. It was all just pictures that just didn't seem to make sense on their own. I mean, there was words. It said, I am Francesca. Oh, right. Yeah. I forget that. <laughs> I mean that makes total sense, right? Am I the yeah. am I the only one who thought that I was going to get to play as the orange haired guy and that that would have been cool? I mean, uh, no. To be quite honest, I'm surprised that there wasn't like you could have multiple characters in the game or at least have a buddy or choose whether or not you wanted to be Francesca or this orange haired dude. Um, honestly, it looked like it was the same model, just different hairstyles. So yeah. I would have so, thought that what- would have been easy. To me, what's the point of even having the orange guy? Like, why did he have to come and, like, call down the the witch lady? Um, It just seems pointless. I don't know. uh, Well, he just, he didn't want to do it by himself. And he wanted... um, He just wanted to pass the buck on to somebody else and not do it at all. Either that or else he wanted a strong, independent woman. True. Hmm. That's fair. That's fair. I mean... Yeah. yeah. I don't even know if he is, he himself is a... That's hey, true. Hey, I think, yeah, it, it might not be. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of reading a, a short synopsis, synopsis, synopsis of of huh. like that opening cutscene thing. Yeah. Apparently, the Creon Empire is is ineffected by conventional weaponry of the future. The only thing they're vulnerable to is magic. Oh. However, okay. all of the witches have been sealed, so Doripai is is summoned by the only non-sealed witch. And apparently that the guy running around is a hired mercenary named Kagamaru. Oh. And he summons Doripai, which I guess... I thought only uh, witches could summon wizards. I, I don't know. I mean, it's, you know, there's huh. all sorts of stuff in here about blackmail, and <laughs> it's pretty crazy. That that guy who wrote that synopsis got all that from, from that opening? This well, was it's translate. It's translated from the mobile versions. Website. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. All right. So, yeah. 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 So, you got to remember, we lost pretty much every cutscene. Uh, yeah. Yes. So, we don't yeah. know. Yeah. All right. That's interesting. So, so, the story could be pretty detailed. And actually, I'm somewhat it, yeah. interested in it, to be honest. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, according to the, like, this, this breakdown here, like, the mid, the mid cutscenes, like, that guy is supposed to play more of a part in the story. And yeah. he, he that's the only time he shows up and they don't even give him a name in the American version. Like he's just 
no dude with wand yeah that's <laughs> like that's it. it he just tosses it up in the yeah. air and that's so it. it's like the, the story actually sounds pretty decent it's just mm-hmm. that for some reason they were just like eh they don't care yeah <laughs> they're not gonna make it far enough anyway <laughs> well so Maybe. so we we got double shafted in america yeah not, not only did they make it impossible to to play without pulling your hair out they also ripped out all the story yeah, yeah. They like gutted the game for some reason. Yeah, I don't. I really don't understand. Uh, but all right, yeah, that's cool. I, yeah, but yeah, you're right. You were right when you were when you mentioned uh, when you were talking about Mega Man and giving Mega Man away. That uh, this game is through and through. I don't know. See, it came out in '90. So what did we have? At least the first two Mega Mans, right? Maybe the third one. Um, yeah, um, I don't think we actually looked up the when Mega Man Three came out, but I think we had at at least two Mega Man games. Maybe the third one had come out, but I'm pretty sure the fourth one had not come out by that point. Yeah, I mean, but this game straight up is a ripoff essentially of Mega Man with a lot of mm-hmm. actually with actually a lot of interesting um, elements added that you don't get in Mega Man. Which at first, when I first started playing this game, uh, really intrigued me. So one of them is you don't get, you don't have to defeat the bosses to get your weapons. You kind of you start with everything. Yes. Which, which I thought was an interesting approach. I don't know if mm-hmm. I prefer it or not, but it definitely changes the game. It's it's nice to have the the inventory and all the tools at your disposal right away because then you can kind of get used to like what you have. Um, as far as your your items go, as far as your weapons go, and I I do actually really like the the first level because it really does force you to use a like a good amount of your items so that you kind of get used to them and you you start learning how to use them and what to use them for in which instance. Um, so that was actually a very clever way of almost doing a tutorial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you started with the it was four abilities. I'm pretty sure you had your regular shot, which had a charge shot. Six, six, six. Yeah, you have six. Oh my yeah. god! You got your normal shot. You've got your freeze shot. You've got fire. That's you've got right. ball shield, and then phoenix. I forgot about the or uh, I'm sorry, broom, broom. The broom. Uh, fire is your phoenix. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Excuse me. Four that were useful. <laughs> um, three. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So that that's one thing I thought was cool, and mm-hmm. we can we can continue to talk about that too. But the other couple things that I thought were uh, interesting is they introduced two things that everybody always wanted in Mega Man games: a duck and uh, like an angled shot or a, a way to yes, shoot yes. Any, anywhere but straight forward. So both of those yes. things are things that you anybody who plays Mega Man thinks, "Why can't I just do this?" Right. Why can't I just do mm-hmm. that? Why can't I duck? Why can't I angle my shot? This game does that. You can do those things. Well, not not only that, but you can shoot straight above you. Right. You can actually aim your shot straight up. Yes, which you can. I, this game would be impossible. Mega Man still doesn't do that. Uh, and and another thing too is um, the charge shot that you can do with your normal. You can do a charge shot with your normal uh, normal blast, and that wasn't actually adapted into Mega Man until Mega Man Four. So this one actually beat it to the punch by yeah. having a chart shot. So I mean, it's it, I, I'm so surprised that this game is not more well known. Mm-hmm. Well, because I as, mean, yeah. it, as as it's uh, I think you guys stated this earlier, but uh, it's essentially like the Dark Souls of Mega Man brought to America at this time. It's 
I think the reason why this game fell on deaf ears kind of here in America is one, we already had Mega Man that people were really big fan of. That's true. And two, it's this game is is it's kind of stupidly hard in a in a, in a frustrating way. Mainly just yes. because of ripping out the continues. Like for on the playing mm. this on on a, on a regular NES, like like as it would have been played back in the day, um, it's really frustrating because you can't. There's no way to continue at all. There's no password system. There's no save. There's no just regular continue. the The life is few and far between. The mm. like the extra extra lives, uh, you know, extra man, whatever you want to call it. Those are few and far between. There's there's a, actually a finite amount of the extra lives that you can get. They're not score based. It's just literally there's four extra lives throughout the game that you can get. So technically, you can only have a max of six lives. Right, and to play the entire game because you can't mm-hmm. continue. So that exactly those, those things really. I mean, like you're those are, those things kind of create this situation where as fun as the game possibly could be. It's not one that you're going to run and tell your friends to play, right? Because it's it's just because you're probably frustrated. I know I, know I would be as uh, back in the day as a kid, I would be frustrated. Now, yeah, hundred uh, percent. Uh, um, but the, the, you know, at first glance, this game actually, I don't know. I'm kind of I'm kind of with you also, though. This is uh, there's a lot to this game that kind of surprised me that I had never heard of it before until you guys brought it up. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, there's not a lot of people talking about it. It's, it is kind of a rare, untalked about game, and I'm, it's kind of uh, surprising because it, it is yeah. so it is so well done in a Mega Man style, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In fact, when I was playing this too, it's I, I found it funny, and I, I told Andy this too because I think when I was playing it off off camera, just trying to practice it to get better for our our actual playthrough. Um, if you've ever played Battle Kid before, it, a lot of people take that it, Battle Kid was was an indie game that was put onto an NES cartridge, and people kind of compared it to Mega Man, saying like, "Oh, this is like an NES game that is just brutally difficult in the vein of mm-hmm. Mega Man." And as I was playing the Crea Conquest, I thought that like. Battle Kid was was almost inspired by not necessarily Mega Man, but by the Creon Conquest. Mm-hmm. Like it, because the game is just so brutally difficult. And one of the things I absolutely despised in in the game while you're playing is that I don't necessarily care that you don't have continues because in, in some cases you can beat an entire game without using a continue if you get good enough. But they put elements in the game and especially heavy into level four, I would say, where it becomes an issue of trial and error. So you are going to die, not, not, not like it's just going to be purely on accident, but you are going to die in order to know what you have to do to go on. And I cannot stand a game that makes the, the no continues with then adding in a trial and error system. And it's just it, it's it just punishes you for it. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. I'm, a game without continue. I'm not saying that every game needs to have continues. I'm saying that this game needs to. Have no, continues. but this oh this game definitely needed the continues, and I think that I would have liked this game a lot more if it just had continues. 
um, or even just like Mega Man, like a password uh, feature. Uh, and I kept telling Andy, I was like, this game is just, it's a conundrum. It's like, I, I want to love this game because it's got so many good elements. It's got unique elements. Um, it's got great music, actually. Um, but there's just so many things wrong with the game that it's just, it, it makes it so infuriating to play it um, and, and to try to, to just, to try to beat it. Well, and that's one of the things that I think originally deterred us from playing it at game 16 was the fact that you don't have continues. There's no password, but there's also no checkpoint. No. So like if you die on that last little screen to get to the next stage, you're all the way back at the beginning of the level you're on. And not even just that, if you die at a boss then you start at the beginning of the, of the last level. Yeah. So it's like it, it further, (laughs) further aggravates you to the Mm -hmm. point where it's just uh, let's just turn it off Mm -hmm. and i mean at at this point hard games weren't you know they're they're nothing new i mean if people remember the original mega man was not exactly a walk in the park but it had things to alleviate that difficulty where this didn't you know most people think of mega man they think mega man 2 mega man 3 where mega man 2 is cakewalk i mean you could play that game blindfolded Mm-hmm. You know, Mega Man 3, not so much, but I mean, most people don't realize Mega Man 1 is pretty tough. It was it yeah. was a pretty brutal game. Yeah, and I mean, this takes it to the nth degree, but yeah. like, so, I mean, hard games weren't exactly an, a, a, an unknown thing on the system yet, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you guys 100%. I think, uh, you know, th- the fact that it's difficult is not is not the issue. It's the fact that it's some of the design choices they made uh, surrounding that difficulty. Like you said, yeah. there's the level, I mean, the rounds are s- separated into like level two, two, one, two, two, whatever. I yeah, mean, they're set it. up, they're set up so that you yeah. would, that there could be a checkpointing system, right? Mm-hmm. And then they mm-hmm. just don't do it. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's just frustrating. Yeah. Each, each level, is is broken up into three segments and then there's a boss and as we were saying if you if you die in any of those levels you go back to whatever the current segment is that you are in so if you're in one three and you die you start at the beginning of one three but then they they ramp it up and and go ninja gaiden on you and if you die at a boss like the boss of of level one you actually go back to the start of one three have to traverse through that segment again and then go back to the boss again where you're not getting life you're you're doing this based on whatever life you have so if you have the exact same amount of life low life that you had the first time you're you're not you're not in any better situation no. for it all right they and should have started the bosses right. yeah oh sorry that's all right i was just gonna say they, they should start you back on the boss with full life Oh yeah, but oh, if, yeah. and in fact, they don't even refill your life. No, <laughs> so they only they only refill your life after beating a boss. So after beating the entire level, then when you start the next level, like two one three one, your life bar will be fully replenished. But that's it. That's the only time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which seems but... like an ideal point for a password mm-hmm. <laughs> after a boss. Like and... that would have been the ideal spot. And Mega Man hit that sweet spot when it came to the to the item drops. You always got well in the first one. I mean, it was kind of different, but like in number two, you either got 
pretty nice life ups where you had the small life up or the large life up and then you had the energy refill well you don't need the energy refill in this game because you've always got the abilities but there are the the drops that you get are so far and few between and i don't know if they programmed it purposely this way but it always seems that if you kill an enemy where it would be next to impossible to get the item, like if it drops something, that's usually where that's it drops That's the one it. you want, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's where it drops it, and you're like, oh my god, I've been waiting for this, and, and now I have to fall into a pit to get it, and will more than likely die. Yeah, I'm sure it's yeah. all in our head, but uh, yeah, it definitely feels that way. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, so... The other thing is for me, you know, I'm a, I'm not very good at video games. I'm not afraid to admit that. Um, but a game like Mega Man, and I've said this many times on the show before, a game that's difficult, um, but lets you select which stage you want to go to, is genius for me because that means I get to play the whole game. Like, if I buy mm-hmm. a game, if I buy this game, if I buy Mega Man Two, for example, I can essentially play even if I'm terrible at video games um, and can't beat Mega Man Two, which. Fortunately, that's one of the few that I can be because you said, as you said, it's one of the easier Mega Mans. Um, but uh, yeah, so I get to play the whole game because I can play all the stages. I can just pick whichever stage I want to go to. I think that's genius, if, especially if you want to make a game difficult. This game, oh yeah, yeah. This game is set up. They're copying Mega Man in so many ways. They could have done something similar to that, and that would have. Yeah, yeah they actually could have, <clears throat> because when when thinking about the levels, I don't think that any particular level was more difficult than any other one. Like, I mean, they all had their their own difficulties in their own way. Um, it's just the the second level kind of emphasized like you were on icy ground. The third level, you were in water, so you had kind of a, a limited amount of time to be in the water because then you had to get your your uh, your your breath meter back up. There is um, one level. There is one level that you're about to speak of that was maybe not more difficult than others, but was way more annoying than the others. Yes, and level <laughs> and level four is a strictly vertical ascent where you are going up, and that is um, one of those levels where it's again, it's literally you are going to learn that level through trial and error, and unfortunately, because there's no continues, you will have to go all the way back to the start of the game to get through the first three levels just to start learning again on level four. And I just, I hate that. But, um, but yeah, they could easily have put this into like a Mega Man form where you just, you pick whichever level you want uh, right on the starting gate. You already have all the tools that you need to, to make it through every single one of those levels. Oh yeah. Let the person just train and get better at the levels so that they can just kind of string it all together and then, and then maybe have a shot at beating the game. I mean, it's so perfectly set up for it, too. I mean, even down to, like, when you get to the boss, it gives you, like, a little bio on the boss. It does. Kind of yeah. like how, like, the Mega Man X games would. Yeah. Where it's it does the warning screen, and then, oh, here comes the enemy, blah, 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 I shoot stuff. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it tells you about the enemy, and it's, like, it really is set up like a Mega Man clone. Yeah, yet, but, another, you, yet another thing that they do before Mega Man does it, which is just kind of neat, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And like you had said, the ability to choose your level would have been perfect yeah. because you talk about hard games. Silver Surfer is another one where it's the game has a reputation for being extremely difficult, but at least you get to choose what level you want to play. So, all right, I suck at this one. At least I can go on and try the other one with Brett the Hitman Heart or whatever his name <laughs> is. Like, you, know, you know what I mean? 
so you could choose yeah. other levels and actually experience the game. And then it's mm-hmm. just a matter of, all right, now I'm good at this. Time to go back and tackle the one I'm not so good at and then string it all together. Yeah. Where th- that's what this 100% could have benefited from. Yeah. And and like you said, Michael, too, I think if if it had been difficult, that, that wouldn't have been a problem. But it's just the fact of taking out the continues and making the game difficult for just for the sake of being difficult when they didn't have to um just made it frustrating beyond uh just beyond compare like this game was programmed by from software yeah i mean that that is kind of kind of the <laughs> I, I hate I, no offense to, i know everybody loves from software but i can't play those games for that very reason like they're they do things to make the game kind of frustrating and difficult and annoying on purpose and it just, am, it just bothers I'm, me. I'm in your your boat. I have actually never played a Dark Souls or, or Demon Souls. Um, I've never played any of those games, and I have absolutely zero desire to ever play them. I, I've played Bloodborne, which is it's just Dark Souls, and it's it's okay. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't see the appeal in like that kind of stuff because a lot of times for me, those games just feel like you get hit. It's cheap hits, mm-hmm. or like I I don't know. But that genre, that genre is just definitely not for me. Yeah, but it's—I mean, it's a big phenomenon right now. Yeah. Well, and it's a shame because From Software has been known for so many other fantastic titles. I mean, wasn't Kuan yeah, from Software? From Software. Yeah. I mean, Lost Kingdoms on the uh, GameCube. It's <laughs> like a card game kind of feel. That was From Software. I mean, there's it's all sorts true. of really good From Software games, but all they're known for is the Souls franchise. And now they're basically just one note ponies. Mm. Yeah. There's no doubt that From Software is a primo quality studio. It's just they've Oh yeah. They've like I don't know, they've steered their ship in one direction. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, they're mm-hmm. yeah. Anyways. That's yeah. beside the point. I uh <laughs> <clears throat> but I wanna this is gonna be a, this is such a promo field uh show with lots of sponsorship type things, but I'm gonna say this anyways. If you want to hear an Elden Ring podcast, which is the new From Software game. Uh, Nick and Aaron and um, I think it was Daniel, maybe? Daniel Tolan. Uh, They got together on our Patreon and did an episode about it. And I say that to say, one, go donate to us on Patreon at patreon.com slash bitbros. And two, that I was seriously thinking about trying to get into that game because it seems like that's one that you could get into and... um, Especially if you're not a real big fan of the From Software games, like maybe this is the one you could try. But after listening to them on that podcast, I will say no. It's 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 still <laughs> it does not sound. It's like if you want Breath of the Wild, but um, kind of annoying and difficult, then try Elden Ring. So, but uh, sounds mm-hmm. to me like I need to play just maybe Breath of the Wild or wait on Breath of the Wild two to get that mm-hmm. fix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, no, back not, to the not. back to the Quran conquest. Uh, yeah, I'm. Um, I so I I will say um, whenever we go to actually rate this game, I'll probably have to give it two ratings because I I played it. Uh, well, let's see. I want to use a southern phrase here. I played her as God intended, uh, and uh, didn't use any kind of save states or anything. And I absolutely hated this game. I could not stand it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just way too difficult for me, and it was annoying. But I played it in a more modern way uh, with the demo mode and the save states and stuff. I actually had a really good time with it. So 
you know, I, I, it's it's going to be difficult for me to actually uh, when we bold, you know, bold down to the actual rate in the game. It's going to be difficult for me to rate it, but uh, I just want to get that out there and let everybody know that I tried it both ways because um, I know normally I'm a, I do a lot of demo mode type stuff, uh, and we mentioned that a lot on the last episode actually. Um, when we were talking about, uh, I can't remember what game we played now. Oh, Dragon Warrior. Yeah. The last episode, Dragon Warrior, we talked about it a lot that make, using more modern features such like save states and fast forward and things like that mm-hmm. can really save a lot of these old NES games that maybe are n- not the best because they have antiquated features like this one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and well, I, the purists get mad about get mad about that, but uh, I don't know. To me, it it really opens the doors to a lot more games than I would normally be able to play. It's kind of a feature that uh, Kevin and I talk about. Who's he's another one. He's on our show quite a bit. Well, not quite a bit. He is basically on the show all the time. <laughs> but uh, he and I are big RPG guys, and that's that's one of the things that he and I discuss is if modern RPGs are actually easier because of like save states auto saves and like it, whereas in these older like the retro games it's like the bosses of a dungeon were at the end and there was no way to save it before the boss hell half the time you didn't even know the boss was coming so it's like you just get ambushed by a boss when your whole party is is weak and then if you die you have to start all the way back at the beginning of the dungeon whereas now it's like there you can usually tell a boss is coming because there's a save Thing right before the door and a healing thing so you're at tippy top shape and it's it's kind of an interesting thing like that's part of the difficulty of the retro games especially in the rpg thing is that like it, it, you had to do it in one go mm-hmm. and you had to be good like you yeah. had to know your your item management your your magic management all that kind of stuff and it's that's kind of an interesting an interesting thing I, it's weird that you brought that up <laughs> and one other thing I wanted to say too is to Paul's credit. All right, here comes this is going to be a rare thing that I'm complimenting Uh-oh. Paul on. Let the record Let the record show. show. I'm complimenting wow. Paul. His ability to persevere through these games, like when he practices, I, I don't know, I, I don't know if I personally would have the ability to do that. Like I I claim he took Creon Conquest away from me. You had no I, desire whatsoever uh, to go back to that game. It's not that I had no desire. It's, I would have liked the opportunity to contribute, but mm. I will say when Paul practices, like he's gung ho. He'll he'll die at one two, and then at the start of the beginning of the game, and then he'll slowly make progress until he chunks that whole game together. And it really is impressive to me how his ability to just push through like those stumbling blocks to 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 finish these games. Like it's. Like you said, without passwords and no continues, it's you get to two, three, and you die. Well, now you're back at one, one, and Paul does it. Like it's it's amazing to me that he does that all the time with a lot of these harder titles. And that's you know that's that's why Power Trip works, man. That's God, you're gonna make me cry. I know, man. I feel like you guys are (laughs) hugging over there or something. No, 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 no. It's not not there. (laughs) Not enough yet, I guess. But uh, I, I do have to say, though, Michael, I'm I'm in the same boat as you where rating this game. And, and I had even said this to Andy, like after we had uh, after we had completed the game and um, got to our rating, I just like I could not 
accurately rate this game on like on fun or on difficulty either because when you really boil it down the difficulty is it's insane but it's insane for the wrong reasons when you really look at it and you really dive into the game the enemies are not that difficult the bosses are an absolute joke if you if you kind of recognize their pattern and follow their pattern Every single one of them you could you could do without getting touched very easily. It's the actual stages that are the difficult part, and just the fact that you have to persevere over it. And it's hard to quantify difficulty because of that, of having the perseverance. And as far as the fun goes, I kept playing the game, and I'm like, God, I want to like this game so much. Like it's got great music the graphics are actually really pretty good um each level has its own distinct feeling you feel like you're you're in a mega man game where it's every level has its own specific feel to it and you have a charge shot you can shoot upwards you can shoot in just about every direction you can duck like i've wanted that so long in a mega man game and but you just you throw it all together and all of a sudden you've just got this this muddy snowball and you're like well, yeah and you just don't know what to do with it like yeah. it's just i'm still i'm still at a loss like i said you and you talk about we i don't think we ever really touched on all the abilities you can use it's that's like, because half of them are pointless but like you have a freeze shot which can freeze enemies but i don't even think you can use them as platforms no which I guess that was it was a programming limitation because I, I want to say an article I read had mentioned that they had so many bigger ambitions for the abilities. Yeah. Because you get you have your basic shot with which has a charge shot. Yes. You have the freeze shot which freezes things obviously, yeah. but you, you can't can use them. As, you can yeah. charge that to freeze things, but you can't use them as platforms even though they wanted it to. Yeah. You have a shield which you charge it up and you project a shield that will block projectiles. Well. It doesn't follow you, and it just stays where you planted it. So it's kind of pointless. <laughs> and again, they wanted to program it so that the, the shield could follow you or move with you, and they just they couldn't do couldn't it. Couldn't do it. You have the broom, which basically allows flight, right. but only side to side and up. You couldn't fly down. Couldn't go down. So if you went the wrong direction, guess what? You're still going in that direction. Goodbye. Yep. <laughs> and then you had this, this Phoenix ability, which cleared the screen, but also took off a third of your life. Yeah, which life is hard to come by. <laughs> it's, it, it's yeah, it's such a precious commodity in that game. Yes. As, yeah, I I never used fire once because I'm like, no. no, I'm not sacrificing my life bar for that. No, I'm and not. half the times it, the, the moments you would want to use it is when you're in the midst of using another ability. Yeah, so it's like you can't turn off one ability like the broom to just use the phoenix and then mm -hmm. go back to the broom because chances are yeah. you're going to fall in a pit or on spikes or something else. Yep. So it's like the abilities are. While super creative and and neat, like I, they're all the abilities you could want. And the, oh yeah, the angled ball shot, which ricochets off walls, which is great. Like we had mentioned before, that's an ability Mega Man desperately needed to get yeah. through some of the enemies. Yeah. But they're just the execution was just so poor. It's almost like walking into like like a car dealership, and you're just you're just looking for. An automobile with four wheels that'll get me from point A to point B. And the salesman's like, hey, I got this great car on the lot. Just came in. It's got AC. It's got 
all-wheel drive. It's got it can fly. It can hover. It can do whatever <laughs> you want it to do. Um, oh man, top of the line. Go ahead, take it. You you could thank me later. And it's like oh, I don't need all that extra stuff. It's like it, it. The game is loaded with all these extras, and you just never use. I just yeah. need it to drive. I just and, I just and that same car. That same car that you you drive it off the lot and you park it at your house and you get up in the morning to start it and the battery's dead or something. You know what I mean? That's what yeah, this game is. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Because I, <laughs> I, I think I I agree with a, a lot of what you guys are saying. And I think like like you mentioned, it's it it's like all this programming that they wanted to do and couldn't do. And I, there's also like other little things like some of the hit detection is just this is off. Mm-hmm. I, I, like mm-hmm. I noticed where like sometimes the spikes you can like stand on them and like if, yeah. if like, you're, you're on the edge of the spikes you can kind of stand on them and like some mm-hmm. of the projectiles I couldn't tell if they're going to hit me or not or if mine were hitting the enemies that, so there's a lot of little things that I'm wondering if maybe and I don't want to knock anybody right I'm not I'm not out to get anybody but I'm wondering if this this game this team and this concept and the things that they were wanting to do, if they were in the hands of like Nintendo proper or like Capcom or somebody besides Vic the guy, no offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if this would have been a different story, you know what I mean? Like if they would have been able to iron out some of those little things, like the shield maybe is a bubble around no, your character I, that follows you around or yeah. and all this stuff. I think we even talked about that. Um, is what what if this game ended up in the hands of a company like Taito, who had oh, a yeah. good track record for uh, they weren't they weren't the biggest company, but they had a good track record for putting out really good games. Or if it was in the hands of Konami, or if it was in the hands, well, I won't say Atlas because Atlas was kind of eh, iffy in the, no, the even, era. Even if Capcom had had it, they were like, "Hey, let's do a Mega Man that's not a Mega Man." Yeah, Capcom I mean, would have Darkwing oh, Duck, they right? They did. Oh my God. They did. Yeah, it. exactly. But exactly. Victor Kai is like your C tier Nintendo developer. I mean, they did yeah. what Clash at Demon Head, I think. I think so. Yeah, and, that was fun. And yeah. a lot of their that one's not bad actually. We haven't done that on the channel yet. Mm-hmm. But that that one's actually not going to be too bad. Yeah. But there, when you say Vic to Kai, that you think, what what did they do? <laughs> you yeah, know what I nothing, mean? Like, nothing immediately Nothing jumps out. out, whereas, yeah, yeah you say a, a company like Ultra, and, and you think, oh, Metal Gear. Uh, what's the other one? TMNT, I think, was Ultra. Uh, yep, so, Metal, Metal Gear, TMNT. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, God. It's basically just Konami, <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, it's Konami, but they, they did, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it's or Capcom where you think, you know, Mega Man immediately. Victor Kai takes you a minute to be like, what What was theirs again? Or Jaleco is another one where it's like, they're not great, but they're also not good. <laughs> they, also, they also did Kid Cool. Oh my god. That's yeah. a pretty cool one. They're definitely, they're definitely a middle-of-the-road NES developer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but they, they're no acclaim or or radical entertainment. They're you know, yeah, they're they're not great. <laughs> you know what? But gosh darn it, they they did a lot of stuff, and they just yeah, they're they're definitely idea 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 people, right? So they mm-hmm. they definitely have cool ideas. And you know, yeah. I lo- the like you said, the ball shot um is something we always want in Mega Man, right? Like the oh, yeah. directional shot and stuff, bounce off walls and everything. But honestly, it, that's the one thing that actually makes this game a little bit easier uh, in the boss stages. It's useless. Mm. Oh, it's yeah. useless all the time until you get to the boss. 
and then all of a sudden it's super useful because you can. Uh, they designed it this way, I'm sure, but a lot of the bosses you can kind of stand in one spot and then jump up and down over and over again and just use that ball shot to angle towards the mm-hmm. the spot that they're you're supposed to be hitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, some of them you can just stand directly under them and just shoot straight up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's, that's it. Yeah. yeah, anyways, but yeah, that's beside the point. The bosses are strangely easy. It seems like. Although that last that last boss is like a three tier, uh, it's pretty epic. I I didn't make it. Yeah, I didn't make it. I didn't make it to her, but I watched a video and that looked pretty cool. Yeah, she's actually. I I will say this though is that the bosses they are oddly easy for how difficult this game is, but every one of the boss designs is pretty cool looking. Oh yeah, actually, the boss of level four is really cool. Um, that like whatever that an air tank or something whatever mm-hmm. it was in, but it's in like four. a face then, yeah yeah and uh like a modok yeah <laughs> and and uh and and the, the the big robot that you're talking about at the end of the game like that the third form the of empress it, yeah of the empress was just yeah it was really cool although i don't know why but every time i saw her it just made me think of uh mega maid from uh space balls <laughs> yeah so. oh yeah but actually it kind of does <laughs> yeah. yeah well it's like you said it's fantastic ideas just not not great execution mm-hmm. yeah since yeah but you mean okay so you mentioned you mentioned boss the boss characters looking cool and stuff let's let's get into the let's start wrapping it up but let's get into the few gritty nitty-gritty features like so graphics what do you guys mm-hmm. think about the graphics i personally think that they are pretty great actually i don't like the design of the main character but it's not because of the graphics it's because I just don't like it's just not into the witch thing, right? And I get it. It was it was originally supposed to maybe be Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz or whatever, um, yeah. or something something like that. Um, but I just think it's 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 kind of played out, right? A witch character. Um, I like the idea of a witch in like a modern versus a bunch of modern technology. That's a kind of a cool idea. I just kind of wish mm-hmm. she would she was designed to look a little different for some reason. You know, I don't well, know. Her sprite in general just, yeah, feels like it fell flat compared yeah. to like a lot of like the enemy designs mm-hmm. and the boss designs. It, she seemed, at least to me, she seemed oddly large. But mm-hmm. maybe, maybe it's just because of the hat. Because I mean, you take the hat away, she just looks like Mega Man. Right. But it's like the hat almost made her feel bigger than she actually was. Though I don't think the hat was necessarily part of the hitbox. I don't know. No. All, I don't know. It, it's it sure felt like it sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it's it's sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't, right? And that's it, yeah. <laughs> or at least that's Which what is it why like. ducking was cool. Like the the ability to duck maybe kind of compensated for that. But mm-hmm. again, when you don't know what your hitbox even is, <laughs> yeah. So so I will say with a with a slight caveat, the uh, the graphics are are good. I I, mm-hmm. I did overall like the graphics. I each level, like I had said before, is very distinct from one another, and I I like the overall look of it. Um, it gets to be a little bit difficult though in the fourth level, where you start to have difficulties discerning what is in the background versus what's in the foreground. Mm-hmm. And so, even though it doesn't necessarily, I guess ultimately it doesn't get in the way, but because of the color scheme that they used and the palettes that they used, um, it was just very hard to to discern where you could go, where you couldn't go. Um, so I had I had a heck of a time actually, like initially 
um, with that level because of that. But otherwise, other than that, I mean, the bosses look great. Um, your your the main character is just so nondescript. I mean, it's just she's she's Mega Man, mm-hmm. and they just they decided to put a hat on because I feel like they did that because it was cute. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that she's a witch is irrelevant. Um, it doesn't really doesn't really make one difference or another in the story that we got. Um, right, right. So I mean, yeah. The only I, yeah the only thing is that the 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 enemies that you you fight you you see the same enemies over and over again yeah that's not uncommon in yeah in those games. Yeah. they do change their color this game has a lot that's of true this game yeah. uses a lot of color which i definitely appreciate that I, and i see what yes. you're saying about about level four not necessarily the part where you're going vertical and it's cloudy but when you get to the green and with the gray background exactly. a lot of that a lot of that gray yeah. stuff like it almost looks like they put a platform on to- a gray platform on top of the spikes, but that's in the background. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's not necessarily the color palette. It's like the the way they designed it. Like it's supposed to look like pipes or something. Maybe I don't know, but I, no, I, I'm with you on that one for sure. Yeah. And I and I also agree with you, Andy. I think the the main character for all the really awesome elaborate bosses and stuff, like that tank boss in four, like you mentioned, is really cool. The final boss mm-hmm. uh, for all that. The character you look at the entire game is just a really boring, flat witch character that just changes colors based on her ability on what on what she's using. Yeah, and so honestly, I don't know. She just kind of bores me. Yeah, and like like you said too in the beginning, if you could have played as that other character, I wouldn't have had any problem with it whatsoever. Yes, I I agree. He was pretty cool. He was kind of unique, kind of anime looking. I thought that was pretty cool. Yep. Yep. Uh, exactly. Or even even if they designed her to look similar to him, like a female version of him or something, mm-hmm. uh, like they were brother and sister or something. You know what I mean? I don't know. Um, well, I want to I want to say in the Japanese version, even their graphics are different for the cutscenes. I think she looks more anime ish, almost like um, like the characters look like in Valis. Oh, it almost looks more like that. Whereas mm-hmm. we have. Kind of more of like a Western take, I guess, because mm-hmm. kind of like the difference in um, what was that game we played with the kid with the short, totally rad. <laughs> the differences between our version, where he looks like the lead singer of Incubus, yeah, and you play as in the Japanese version, he's just like generic anime kid. Where it's like, I almost wonder if they tried to like Westernize it for us, graphically speaking. Yeah, maybe but, you might be right. Yeah, because I I feel like when I was doing the thumbnails for our our videos i had come across various pictures and i'm like these weren't in our game and she looks a lot cooler in those (laughs) so but yeah trying to find the american ones it's like yeah she looks lame in ours yeah okay Uh, what about the the sound of the music i know you you, aunt paul you said you like the music i i did like the music i i really liked the like even from the intro through the game um the music never really got grading to me um i enjoyed listening to it um and i think that's that's my first litmus test is if i can play a game for a prolonged period of time without having to mute the tv then it's kind of a victory at that point it's no castle quest i never (laughs) listened to the music of castle quest nope (laughs) i I, that one was one that i muted immediately yeah yeah i'm with you yeah the yeah, the music is is good. It's it's something that you would would expect out of out of Mega Man. Yeah, pretty much. 
You know, yeah. By the, by the time this episode's done, it's, people will think that we were talking about Mega Man. I know, right? <laughs> uh, no, I think uh, I would say I'll put it in the good category. I don't know that it's for me. It's not anything to write home about. But uh, I'm with you. I didn't. Uh, I didn't feel the need to turn it off and listen to something else. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was. I thought it was pretty good. And I did like the. I loved the trope that they that they did where you knew you were getting close to the end because at the um at the beginning of stage five, the music from the opening cutscene mm-hmm. plays in that level. And I'm like, it, it for some reason Full it, circle. it just made me think of yeah. Contra, because Contra did that where it's like the, the music from level one is the same music in level seven. So you're like, oh my god, I'm almost at the end. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's yeah. good. That's a good point. I didn't I didn't notice that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I guess we can kind of kind of wrap it up. I'm uh, I just flipped on uh, while we were talking there because we kept talking about all the difference between the uh, NES Famicom version. I'm watching a, a long play as we're talking of the Famicom version, and yeah, the the cutscenes are better. The uh, well, they're there first of all, um, <laughs> and I mean the 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 intros to the rounds have like. Cool artwork and stuff too. The did Vic, mm-hmm. did Vic Vic Takai did they design the one for the for the Famicom as well too? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Why would they? Why would they have changed it? Like, why would they have eliminated so many good parts of the of the story? Like, I was saying, they butchered our. Yeah, version. I don't understand it. Yeah, they 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 definitely ruined the the North American version for some for some reason. Mm. Like the cut, there's more cutscenes. They're really cool. They're actually. Good looking cutscene, kind of makes me like the witch lady a little bit better. Yeah, um, but anyways, alas, that is not the version we got here. So no, uh, yeah, no, it is not. All right, we guys, let's wrap it up. Is it worth it? Uh, normally, I throw to Justin to ask for the price. You said you put you got it for three ninety nine, which yep, uh, that's awesome because price charting has this game listed. A loose price of one hundred and nineteen dollars. Right Holy cow! Yeah, of course prices have skyrocketed in the last couple of years, but uh, they uh, they sure have. And I I do feel like I I got this game really early on, and it was at one of those one of those times where I don't think that the masses really knew that Korean Conquest was even a game offering. on the on the Nintendo, um, let alone the fact that it was a Mega Man clone. Um, so I think it was one of those that it was, it was probably all like always harder to find or uncommon, but not really known at that point. And now I think maybe, maybe the secret's out that it's, it's a harder to find game than, than, uh, than people realized. At a loose uh, price of $119, I think the secret is officially out. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty insane. That's that's I, I, I in good faith cannot say that that is worth it. No, I, I you could literally buy the first four Mega Man games for that same price. Yeah. Uh, card only. Yeah. So, yeah. That's not yeah. Uh, unfortunately no. that this is not worth that price. No. Uh, however, I will say this one is worth playing. I would recommend playing, I guess, I guess the Famicom version if you have that, that opportunity. Either, um, either that or if you were uh if you were lucky enough to be in Japan at the time on the that that uh what is it Rotophone Vodafone, Vodafone, Vodafone yeah. 
Um, yeah, it sounds like they worked out a lot of the kinks too on that that 2004 edition of it. Right. Yeah. So one of those two, or of course, there's always demo mode. But I think, mm-hmm. honestly, I think I may go back and uh, go demo mode. I may download a patch for the translation and play it with those cutscenes. I think that's the way I want to play it. That would, would be cool. That would be really cool. I would love to actually see it. Um, yeah. Like see the the actual cutscenes in in uh, actually get a story. Game. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But but obviously, I would need it translated. So. Because a lot of those cutscenes do look pretty cool from what I remember seeing. And it's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's no Ninja Gaiden, but no. nothing really is. I mean, Ninja Gaiden for its, for its time was quite a cinematic experience. It, yeah. And I yeah, mean, it's just sure. why they stripped all of Creon Conquest down to like nothing is beyond me. Because American gamers love it. <laughs> we like simplistic. <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess uh, in the, in the question of is it worth it, I would we would all agree that it is not. It, However, yeah. I would say it's not even worth it to play the North American NES version of this game. If you have the opportunity to play some other version, uh, I would say that would be the way to go. Famicom, if you could, or um, demo mode, something, something like that. Or I don't I even agree. know if you can uh, still play the... The Vodafone version, or how I don't even know how you get get that, but um, I do think it's worth trying to play this game. I think it's 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 I, fun. It's worth it to to, to seek hope. it out. I just wouldn't pay hundred twenty. Yeah, wholeheartedly agree. It's it's definitely and especially if you are a fan of Mega Man, um, you at least owe it to yourself to to see what the clone of Mega Man looks like and 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 to, to experience it that way. But um, I, I would not recommend playing the American version just because it, it just got so so far removed from what it so was di- intended to be. So diluted. Yeah. 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 At least play uh, the first like three minutes and duck. Just to, fe- <laughs> yeah, just, just to see what it feels like to duck in a Mega Man game. Oh, it feels great. Try the powers yeah. out. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's give this game some retrofitted trophies. You know what this game needs? Some retrofitted trophies. Maybe. Uh, you got anybody? You guys have any? I have one. Okay. I, I actually and, and did not like, come up with any, but I could probably think of one on the spot, maybe. And, and like the overachiever I am, <laughs> I've got four. <laughs> I'll go first because mine is. Yeah, you know, we were we were talking about modern games and, and how we think they're easier or whatever, but. Uh, trophies in general, I are some of the most ridiculous things because for a time I remember I played a few games where just getting trophies you'd get the game for just turning the game on it gave you a trophy. Good job, you bought the game. Like, <laughs> and that's that's what I'm giving this game. Good job, you've heard of it, you bought it, you plugged it in your system. It's called Creon. What? <laughs> Boom, trophy just for turning on the power. You uh, okay. you would, you would. All right. What, so. what was that? What was that game that was on the PlayStation Vita that everybody was was uh, complaining about? Because all you had to do is like tap the button over and over again, you could get a platinum trophy. What was the name of that game? Oh my god! It was I, like, I know uh, what you're talking about, but I don't remember. It was like my name is mayonnaise or something like that. <laughs> oh, what was it? 
No, it, it really was. Some, it had something to do with mayonnaise. It was really stupid because it was a jar of mayonnaise, and you just tapped it over and over again, and eventually you got the platinum trophy. So stupid. Oh my god, that's ridiculous! Wow. Look, look where gaming has come. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hideo Kojima would be happy. All right, I'm so, sure. So, so here are my trophies. Then, okay. So for the first trophy, it's called "I Am Francesca," or did I miss something? And that is watch the opening cinematic because you feel like you missed something afterwards. Uh, the second trophy, which I am proud to say I got uh, the first time I made it to this level, is called Curiosity Killed the Cat. And that is fall to your death at the start of level four. Oh, yeah. So, that happened to me. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So one of the things that I, I realized after the fact, which was clever, is that the arrow when you start on the first level in each level, it the arrow shows in the direction that you're supposed to be going. And I never really thought that. I just kind of saw the first two that were heading yeah. right, and I, I thought, oh, they're, all, they're always doing that. Well, then because in level three, you start having to go down into the water, so the arrow is actually pointing down. And I did not see that at the start of level four, the arrow's pointing up. So I'm like, huh, I do I... Do I jump down? And I literally just walked, jumped off the edge, and got that the death kill music. And that was <laughs> yeah, that that was that was it. So um, all right, I came up with one. I came up with one. Oh, I just oh, came nice. up with one. Uh, this one is. I'm trying to think of a good name for it. It. it I'm gonna go with uh, Simpsons did it. Uh, <laughs> just as a reference to, uh, I guess it was South Park that made that joke, but. Uh, it, it, is, it was, but it's it, it, it's it's a mix between South Park and Simpsons. Uh, that South is, Park uh, could do it without Simpsons. Right, right. <laughs> it is enter the water on the level three. Like, okay, here we go. Another water level that every other game has always done. Mega Man 2 had already done it. It's just, okay. Oh, yeah. So, Everyone. The, the titular water level. Exactly. Only, only the MNT. Only they Sonic-fied it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it made you have to breathe. Figured. Yeah. yeah, they made you have to breathe underwater. Yeah, the oxygen. Yeah. Ugh. So the uh, the third trophy that I came up with is is called She's Gone from Suck to Blow. <laughs> and that is defeat Mega Maid, defeat and, Mega beat, Maid. and beat the game. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I couldn't see anything else other than Mega Maid. Uh, Ice Balls is a great yeah. movie. Yeah, that no, is it's so great. <laughs> never, never gets old. And then the last trophy I have is, is that all they do? And that's use each weapon form once in the game. Because mm. you will likely never on your own use all of the different no. forms unless you're just curious, because you will never have to use half of the half of the items that you start off with. No, you will never use the Phoenix. No. You will never really use the freeze shot you other than the small the small thing where you have to freeze the, the, the flame jets yeah. and, and that's it. Mm-hmm. I guess Otherwise, you could use never- uh you could use the Phoenix as like a last ditch effort to beat a boss or something, maybe. Um, oh. you you could, although if your life is low enough, you can no longer use it. Oh, well then I guess yeah. that ruins. So that. yeah, they they shot that down. Jerks. Silly silly <laughs> you for thinking here's, it was useful. Here's another another trophy then. The jerk store called. They're all out of you, Vic Takai. <laughs> and that is try to use the Phoenix without enough life. Oh, I love it. I wouldn't put it past this game where if your life was too low and you used it, it would just kill you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. No, that's, <laughs> I can see them doing that, yeah. It was, uh, it was close, but not, not, not that bad, fortunately. All right, I'm going to throw in two more Two Dudes staple trophies, and then we got actually got a, a couple on, um, on the uh, Facebook page. 
But the, the two staples, uh, Tom Arnold would be impressed that has beat this game. So congratulations, Paul. Perfect. You got that one. And yep. then uh, Putin rejoices. That is, make it to the um, Mega Maid and die. And have to start all over. <laughs> Putin rejoices. I love it. I love it. And run out of, all completely run out of lives and have to just start the whole game over on that boss. So there you go. Putin oh, rejoices. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got a couple from the Facebook page. Josh Dykeman says, Witchy woman. And that is find a way to use all available powers in the first stage. Okay. Life in the fast lane. Fly over a gap with the broom power. I'm sensing the I'm sensing the theme here. Peaceful, oh. peaceful, easy feeling. That is beat the first boss. New kid in town. Use the cheat code at the title screen to play as the alternate. What? What? Wait. What? No. 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 What? No. What? What? Hold on, no. Josh. Did you no, just no. blow? Oh. Did you just blow our minds, Josh? Hold on. Has to be the Famicom version. Either it's the Famicom version, or else he's like he's joshing us. <laughs> Josh would josh us. Would <laughs> There's no somebody way. look it up. Somebody look it up. I'm gonna look it up. Hold on. Get, oh no, there is no way to play. We got No, we got to. No, no, we got to. No. We have to. Uh, we have to pause the show for me to look this up. Hold on. <laughs> that would blow my mind. Man. Okay, Japanese version. Of Thank course, you. of course, the Japanese version got something else that was wonderful, uh, and we got nothing. Yeah, you can at in the Japanese version, you can play as the the, the orange haired guy, Hagimaru. I am my mind is blown. <laughs> mind is blown. I, I want this game on the, on the Famicom. Yeah, right. I, I, I no longer want this on the. That's yeah. hilarious. Well, just I, I tell you what, I don't know, I don't know how much it goes for on Famicom, but uh, just send send me that copy, and I'll eventually get you. <laughs> We'll, tr- we'll do a trade. That's that's, that's fair enough. Yeah, I'm curious actually. <laughs> traded traded the van for it straight up. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. So, but still, good to know that uh, you can yeah you can be, play as the other character in the Famicom version because I would totally do that for sure. Oh yeah, totally. Um, the long run has beat the game. He's got a few more trophies here. The long run beat the game. Already gone. Beat a boss without taking damage. Heartache tonight. Nice. Lose all your lives and rage quit the game. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, all right. And yes, he 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 says it was a theme. You guys, did you guys pick up on the theme? Yes, it's uh, it's music. Yeah, it's actually all the Eagles. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that uh, heartache tonight was uh, was Eagles. Uh, tonight. Yeah. Night. Uh, yeah. All right. Cool. Thanks, uh, Josh. Uh, and then we got uh, we got a couple of comments that actually look like they're supposed to be. Um, Looks like they're supposed to be uh, feedback, so I'll I'll save those. All right, so feedback. Oh, we got to rate this game. Hold on. Oh, no, we, we can't go to feedback yet. <laughs> no game is worthy until the dudes have spoken. It's time for the game rating. All right, so how do you guys want to rate this game? Uh, as usual, we need to pick something that makes no sense. So, um, thanks. I'm going to leave this to you, Andy. Me? Yeah. I mean, talking about making no sense, let's rate it based on Francesca's. <laughs> okay. Uh, she doesn't belong in the game. All right. She I doesn't guess, fit. I guess I'm going to choose. <laughs> no, I'm just what? kidding. I, 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 don't know I know zero. I know zero Francesca's. Yeah, I don't know any- 
and that's what the game gets. Zero franchises. <laughs> no. Right. Let's let's let's, let's uh, in honor of Josh and his theme. Let's write this game uh, an Eagles song. Okay. Right. Uh, I guess I'll go. Uh, I'm going to give yeah, this yeah, one. You start. I'll start us off. I'm going to give this one uh, Tequila Sunrise because it's kind of a. I mean, it's got some good ideas in it. I really like the acoustic guitar, and it sounds pretty cool. Um, I like the like the how kind of chord progression changes the mood a little bit, but in general, it's a pretty mediocre Eagles song. It's kind of middle of the road, and it is kind of boring in a way. So uh, they don't totally knock it out of the park with that song, but it's got some good elements to it that I like. Uh, so that's I think this game's kind of like that. It's they don't totally nail it, but it's got a lot of things in it that I like. That's yeah, very good. All right. Why don't you go, Andy? Witchy woman. <laughs> because there's a witch in it, and I don't know Eagles songs. Oh, it's two on the note. But uh, the same. I would. I would say that. I would say that the uh, the same reasoning that I gave for Tequila Sunrise would work for Witchy Woman because I really don't like that Eagles song. I think it's pretty stupid. There yeah. you go. I don't know Eagles songs. It was I, on their greatest hits. That's all I knew. So so I. <laughs> I I think I'm ultimately going to. The first thing that came to my mind was it's cliche Hotel California because at least I know the gist of the song and it's something that when you hear it you it's like you just you want to dance to it it's really it's really good but then you listen to the words and and you're like it's it's really dark I was saying, isn't it a kind of a, mor- a mor- morose very song? much so yeah and and a lot of the words the way that they kind of flow together it doesn't seem like it makes a whole lot of sense but it's pretty dark mm. and so then you're you're kind of dancing but then you're like wait a minute why why am i dancing to this not really uh this is actually not not really all that great um although the song itself is, okay but, uh, but yeah i'm, I'm going to i'm going to go with hotel california for that i'm hmm. down uh, i can see the I can see the parallels. Yeah, it's a game yeah. that, on the outside, it looks Mega Man clone. It's it inviting. It, it it's an inviting. It's an inviting, and then when you and actually get into it and you start just, playing it, it owns your soul. Just slowly starts <laughs> falling apart, and you realize you're in a uh, depressing nightmare of a game. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Been said it better myself. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm in. Although. Uh, I think that's probably one of the better Eagles songs. This is definitely not in the top tier of the uh, no, library. Uh, yeah, but, uh, no, fair enough. Not. Fair enough. Not. I like I liked your I liked your reasoning nonetheless. <laughs> I don't even know if you could rate this game a hidden gem. Like it, it's it's just it's there. It's no Jackie Chan's action kung fu where not many people have heard of it, but it's a fantastic game. This one, not many people have heard of it, and probably for good reason. Well. I uh, we don't use the G word on this show, but other than that, that's all good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. So let's uh, let's go get some feedback from the, the listeners. It's time for D Patter feedback because when you're a D Patter, you're a D Patter for life. All right, so on. The Facebook page. We actually got quite a bit of feedback for this game that I would would have thought nobody really heard of. And that's surprising. Nathan Sweeney says, "When I researched this game after buying it, found out it was supposed to be a Wizard of Oz game. 
fun game. I'm still getting used to the controls. Looking forward to the dude's review. All right. Still getting used to the controls. Either it's taking him a really long time or he, uh, one of three things, actually. It's either taking him a really long time and he got a good deal on it. He got a really good deal on it anyways. Or, because uh, it feels like if he's still getting used to the controls, it's, he got it recently, right? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And or maybe he's he just really wanted it and picked it up. Maybe he's trying to flesh out his collection. I don't know. Yeah, that could be. I'd hate to be the this... guy the guy trying to collect all NES games right now. But oh yeah, uh, yeah. I don't feel like it's even possible at this point anymore. As games are just kind of silly expensive. Yeah, and it's it, a lot of those ones that are more expensive aren't necessarily even good. It's not like their prices are indicative of quality. Yeah, right? exactly. They're just rare or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. like we we love little Samson and everything, but I don't know if it's worth twenty five hundred. No, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Of course, we haven't talked about that one on the show yet. So by the time we get around to it, maybe it'll be back down to a quarter or something. I doubt it. Oh, well, there you go, <laughs> quarter, quarter of a million, maybe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, All right, Trevor Frank- Franklin says it's rare I come across an NES game I haven't heard of, and I haven't heard of this one. So kudos mm-hmm. to you guys for bringing a uh, a unique game to the show. We do what oh, we can. I'm just glad it wasn't a complete disappointment. Yeah, uh, it wasn't. I, I've had a bad. I've had a. I've had a pretty bad track record. Yeah, this one is probably. This might be the best one you brought, actually. <laughs> I will say uh, that record might still be intact. Mm-hmm. It's not a great game. It's no yeah. Guardian Legend. You know, no, it's no, it's not. But it's but it's no Legacy of the Wizard either. Oh my! Apparently, God. the faux pas that started it all. I still love. I still love <laughs> yeah. Legacy of the Wizard. Yeah, this game's better than Legacy of the Wizard, I would yeah, say. Yeah, of course. Sure. Uh, all right. Nick Stevens says, what in the name of Genesis is this game? <laughs> uh, go away, germ. Yeah, go away. We'll see. We'll see. I think I have, <laughs> I have a feeling, I just have a hunch that uh, you've heard of this game and you may like it. We'll see if you call I, in about it. I am pretty sure it, it'll probably be on somebody's top 10 list. It's yeah. such a great game. Right. <laughs> Uh, Gabe Van Gilder says, never, never heard of this game. Wow. Okay. Um, Josh Dykeman says, a solid Mega Man clone that tries hard but misses the mark a bit. I like it, and I remember having fun with it when a friend rented it back when we were kids. But it lacks the level design. Uh, hold on. My screen time is telling me I've been on Facebook for too long today. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Uh, but it lacks the level design sensibilities that make Mega Man special, and the execution isn't up to par. Well said, I agree. I agree with that. Very succinct. Yeah, one hundred percent. Chris Vanderhoff says Power Trip Gaming. Uh, can't say the G word, but he said I don't know if he's calling you guys the G word or if uh, or if he's saying that mm. this game's the G word. But uh, there you go. Okay. Old hmm. Vanderhoff. Well- well, well said, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> has nothing. Has nothing to do with the game. It has something to do with you guys. Did I say you guys were coming on the show? I didn't even say you guys were coming on the show, did I? He must know. He's an insider. I, so guys, a delightful surprise. Yeah, yeah I. <laughs> I don't think we even said anything to him either, though. I don't know. I have no idea. Oh. Huh. Oh well. This whole day is just one big mystery. He's, he's sneaky. Maybe I said. Did I at some point did I say? I don't. This is weird. Chris, you're getting you're getting a little creepy on me. I don't remember saying that they were coming on the show. And I certainly didn't post about it in this post. Mm. Entering the you know what? Zone. 
That's that's the guy. It was Chris. Chris was the guy at the at the burger place. That sounds uh, funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's how yeah, we Yeah, okay. Makes okay. sense. That makes total sense now. I, I would expect nothing less from Vanderhoff. Just brought a full circle. Wow, full circle. <laughs> Good job. All right. Uh, Tyler Jones rounds us out with the cover art reminds me of Never Ending Story and Star Wars. Yeah, I can see that. We didn't talk about That's, the cover. Uh, yeah. The cover of this game is actually pretty awesome. It's Yeah, it looks fantastic. And it, it definitely looks like something out of uh, yeah, Never Ending Story. I would definitely agree with that one. Surprising, uh, surprising that um, the American version actually looks cooler than the Japanese version in this case. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, well, yeah, it's another misleading cover it's, to it's a not so epic game. The, the misleading cover to try to pull in mm-hmm. the suckers. Oh well, I'm sure it worked on somebody. <laughs> All right, uh, that's it for the feedback. I do have a couple of voicemails. Let's see. We'll start with this one. What's up, dudes? It is JZNES back again with another game we're talking about here. We're talking about Creon Conquest on the NES there. Uh, I remember this game being pretty decent, uh, very Mega Man-esque. And I'm sure that's uh, something you guys have talked about extensively, how, how it looks very similar to Mega Man and, and a lot of the, the styling and, and having all the weapons and stuff that are very similar. Um, but yeah, I remember it being pretty decent. I, I do remember like at least, oh God, now it's been like 10 years ago, whatever retro gaming was really booming up. I mean, it still is to an extent, but you know, like, um, back in like 2013 or 14-ish, you know, around when I got really into the NES, I remember there being a lot of negative buzz on this game. Um, maybe just cause it was too similar to Mega Man or whatnot. I don't know. Uh, I do remember it being pretty good, though. I, I there was like the one song that kept playing like the whole time. It was decent, but it was like I never got very far. So maybe the music does change or whatever. But like, uh, yeah. So as far as that, but like aesthetically, even it just looks very Mega Man esque. And also, the uh, first boss is part of the Avengers, apparently, because uh, you know they got the Avengers A there in the background. So. Oh, okay. I got I don't know if you guys noticed that, but uh, yes, yes, we did. From, from yep. back when we, we we made fun of that, I used to play these games with my friends. Anyway, so yeah, uh, Korean Conquest. I give it a you know thumb sideways. I don't know. It, it was pretty decent, if I remember right. So till next time, it's been Jay Z NES. Uh, keep it classic, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Jay Z out. Thanks, Jay Z. Yeah. Yeah, actually, Jay Z, I uh, I did notice the uh, the Avengers A, and I actually was thinking about doing one of the retrofitted trophies. It was actually going to be called uh, a Fallen Avenger, and that's beat the the uh, the level one boss. Okay. Because yeah, it's it's the it's the A the Avengers. I like it. Yeah. All right, we got one more voicemail. Let's see who it's from. This is probably going to be like one of the most infamous sound bites you'll ever have from Nick Stevens, but uh, this is probably one of my favorite games of all time. Like probably top oh. ten. Top there ten. You, go. you knew you knew it was going to be somebody's top ten. Top ten. <laughs> I, it's, this game is, has got to be somebody's favorite. I'm just I I am honestly surprised it's Nick Stevens, but at the same time, you know what? He's going to like what he likes, and uh, I'm just glad that he that he loves a, a NES game. You know the Nintendo library is like pokemon right they say statistically 
there are what over a thousand Pokemon now. Statistically speaking, every single Pokemon is somebody's favorite. Well, that's what the Nest Collection is. Somebody loves each and every one of these games, no matter how terrible they are. Somebody mm. loves it. Look at Jaws. You love it. I love Jaws, actually. I actually, it's, I, it's, it's not bad. It's a guilty, <laughs> it's a guilty pleasure. I but like I mean, it. that's, yeah, like the Barbie game. Somebody loves it. I kind of liked it, actually, but that's not the point. Somebody <laughs> loves minute. each and Could every single mention, one of these games. Would you please mention one that we know none of us like, you know? Adventures of Bayou Billy. Uh, Gil- oh, yeah, Gilligan's no. Island. I've not played Gilligan's Island. I've had one on the tip of my tongue. Oh, Wayne's World. There we go. Oh, yeah. Somebody loves Wayne's World. Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Peter Pan and the Pirates. Oh, there we go. Now we nailed it. Now we, yeah. Now oh, I drove it home. Oh, God. All right. Now that I'm, now that I'm having to choke back this vomit in the back of my throat. Uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and uh, start closing this out. So, you guys, um, where can they find you? And for anybody who doesn't know what you do, mention what, what your channel kind of is. Hey, well, we are Power Trip Gaming. We are plowing our way through 678 North American licensed NES titles. We are currently at like 234-ish, I would say. Uh, they can find us on YouTube, Power Trip Gaming, or if you just type in powertripgaming.tv, it'll take you directly to us so you don't have to sift through the nonsense. I'm trying to find us because nobody's from Wisconsin. <laughs> And yeah. Uh, yeah, and you can also uh, find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. We do have a podcast uh, that we have called the PTG Powercast, um, where we just we talk about video games, uh, comic books, pop culture, whatever uh, catches our fancy on any particular day. So, yeah, I'd say lately it's been our never-ending search now to find the reason for the boom in retro prices at conventions and in general. Yeah, we kind of been. Deep diving into that topic lately. Yeah. Let me know if you figure that one out. <laughs> We're trying. Because I would just... love, I would love to actually uh, buy a game or two instead of just selling all my my games that are yep, yep. worth, mm-hmm. worth a bunch days. of money. Yeah, yeah. I, I miss the days when I could just walk into a store, plop down twenty dollars, and walk away with like four games. <laughs> yeah, but we just somebody had. I want to say it was one of the interviews we did. Uh, you had mentioned that buying these some of these games now it's more of an investment. Mm-hmm. It's it's an investment more than it, than it is an actual game anymore. It's these are losing the purpose of what they were designed to do. Yeah, and that's to be played. People yeah. are buying them now, like the little Samsons, to collect it, collect and, it to eventually sell and for a mint. Speculate if it's yeah. going to go up. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's 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 a very strange time in the mm-hmm. retro market. That's for time. sure. Not even just games, but collectibles in general. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's, say, that's it. Cool. I think that's it. I like um, I like girls' podcast too. Yeah. I I don't I don't get to watch YouTube videos too much, so but, mm-hmm. uh, I do get to listen to podcasts. So there's probably a lot of people out there oh, like me. Perfect. Perfect. Sim- and uh, and 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 yes, and and uh, let me say too uh, on behalf of Andy and, and myself, thank you so much for having us on for uh, for this episode and oh yeah, kind of suffering through Korean Conquest with us. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I actually, you know, like I said, I kind of, kind of, somewhat enjoyed it, and uh, always good to have you guys on. The uh, I know the listeners like you, uh, and if you broke up me and Justin, I'll probably need some friends to uh, podcast with. Oh, so. Okay. Well, <laughs> we'll we'll welcome you to our clan then. Well, right. to even it out. We'll just have to do one with just Justin next time. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
We'll see. We'll see who who gets more uh, more listens and uh, battle of the hosts. <laughs> there you oh go. my god! We just oh, made a new show. Okay, well you have to pick an equally uh, rare and ga- game with a stupid title that nobody's going to click on and download and listen to because my chances aren't looking good with the with the Cryon Conquest. <laughs> uh, street yeah. cop, Bandai Street Cop. Oh god. Even that sounds more enticing than the crime. It, it, it actually is. It's it's very it's very fun. You it's a power to, pad game. You get to beat so. down criminals with a billy club. Hey, that's fun. <laughs> I you know what I yeah. need to. Uh, we have not done a a peripheral uh, episode in a long time. We did the power pad because we did um what was it? We did explode and uh, we did a combo. Mm. Oh, short order, short yeah, order, short explode. order explode. But that was a, yep. that was a long long time ago. We need to do we need to do power glove or something. It's funny oh. we we need to do the same too. Yeah, on we, our channel, the last peripheral thing we did was dance aerobics. Dance aerobics, and that was a game like forty. Oh my god, yeah, that was that was, was an a while early ago. early one, and yeah. that was a good one. Watch dance aerobics. That's a that's a real good one. Watch <laughs> me and Paul sweat and try to wriggle ourselves onto a three by three power pad. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna watch that. Six foot tall men. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know I. I question. I, I've not hooked up my power glove in a long time. And back last time I did it, I had I had a CRT TV. Now I don't have my CRT TV anymore. I just have a. Mm. Am I going to be able to use it? I would think so because it still is. It still registers from the sensors that are on the side that you put on the side of the TV yeah, it doesn't have versus okay. it's not like the, yeah, it's not like the gun where it's the, the like the, the refresh rate yeah. kind of screws it up. It's looking for the it's, feedback. It's looking. The yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's looking for the sensors that you have. So it should still work theoretically. Mm. I would, I suppose that'd be good to know. But yeah, that would be good to, <laughs> to be good to test out. I guess I'll try. I guess I'll get to be the, I'll be my own guinea pig. Yeah. I'll, I'll try it out. Uh, Unless they definitely let us know, <laughs> we may may not actually be able to do an episode on uh, the power glove. It's just, uh, I guess I could talk about. Uh, I mean, without actually using it again, it's been a long time. But uh, uh, anyways, that's all. Just a bunch of rambling on me. You can find us on uh, Facebook at uh, facebook dot com slash groups slash. I don't actually know. Just Bit Brothers Retro Gaming Facebook group. Um, we have a website, bitbrosnetwork.com. You can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash bitbros. Uh, you can leave us a voicemail like Nick Stevens does every week. Uh, and that number is 775-7-RETRO-1 or 775-773-8761. And, um, it would be, it would it would be um it would be I would be amiss to not also mention and embarrass Paul the and mention that yeah, you could also call him like Paul did that one time a long time ago. <laughs> on Die Hard. I am on the Die Hard episode. I am never gonna live that one down. <laughs> no, no. That was that was epic. That that was pretty much the most epic voicemail <laughs> I've ever left. Yeah, yeah. So go back go back and listen. The Die Hard episode is actually a really good episode that we did. Um not a lot of game talk, but there's a lot of there's a lot of good key things in that episode that are fun to listen to, such as Paul's voicemail. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, all those places. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes; that'd be nice. Uh, shout out to the Wee Dude, uh, Nico's Apex Stereo. I just found out um, he has a. I just found out the other day that he has a Patreon. 
you want to go check him out. Um, he's he says Nico is creating eight bit stereo and other content. So I don't know. You go check him out, and you can also big shout out. Thank you to the Fox dude for our awesome logo. All right. Okay, that's it. Uh, here comes the music for the next game. And uh, thanks again. Paul and Annie, it was a lot of fun. I thought that was Snake Rattle and Roll. I to just, be honest. That's not Snake Rattle and Roll. It is Snake Rattle and Roll. Is it really? Boom, oh, baby. Nailed it. Oh, oh my God. God. I thought it was Blues Brothers. Oh. All it's right. Na- it's Snake Rattle and Roll. Yep. How embarrassed <laughs> are you right now, Paul? <laughs> not embarrassed at all. Not embarrassed at all. I'm I'm just happy that not not a single curse word escaped these lips. So I kept it PG. I actually borderline kept it G. Oh my god! So if it wasn't for that one retrofitted trophy, you would have been G, sure. What's oh? Yeah. She's gone from suck to blow. That made me laugh. That was a good one. That's a good one. Spaceballs. Okay, so PG. It was relevant. PG. It was relevant. PG. It's still it's PG. That's fair. We even we venture into PG thirteen sometimes. I mean, there's a lot of poop talk and stuff. So, <laughs> and there's so, a lot of innuendos. There, I did I did make the taint joke the other day. So it's no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I I do have to ask though. Um, what's the, pardon me for for sounding stupid. What's what's the G word? Uh, Jim, Genesis Jim. Jim. Oh, oh. So he said. Okay. So oh, he said Power Trip Gaming. Jim. Oh, yeah. okay. Because I think oh, he, I think he likes. Oh, gotcha. I had a feeling that it was like. Do you think it was Gooch? No, 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 no. <laughs> Goober. I, I always. I, yeah. <laughs> I always knew that the G word was like with Jim. Grundle. You don't talk about the, the G word, oh. folks. And I'm like, all in or Power Trip Gaming, like, okay, what is what does Jim have to do with it? And I guess I don't know, saying, actually. Like, oh, I have no idea. Gem of an episode, maybe. Yeah. Or maybe he's slowly losing his mind. Chris will have to he have to tell us, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. All right. Well, I'm going yeah, to I'm going to click up. click upload and go to bed. All right. Yeah. It's oh god. That's right. You guys are an hour ahead, so it's like yeah, super it's late for you. Oh jeez. Well, glad I don't work tomorrow. Shut up. <laughs> mm. So well, yeah. Thank you. It's uh, yeah. It's been fun, and uh, yeah. Hope to hope to do it again soon. All right. At least yeah. at least you'll know the next game we pick will be mine. It'll be so it'll be Andy's, it'll be a good so, yeah, one. It'll be a good one. Yeah, Although you know good. what though. Again, to be to be fair, Korean Conquest isn't that bad. It's no, I, I kind of like it, this one actually. It's got it, it's got some shortcomings, but it's it, it it had promise, and it just unfortunately didn't deliver. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm I'm kind of interested on the show. The save states really just saved it for me. I was I actually had oh very much so. Once I once very I had so. those, I, and I I didn't use them. I didn't really use them in a cheating way, but at, like at the beginning of each round, I'd save it just so that. I wouldn't have just to. so that you can, yeah, just so that you could actually make progress on the game. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. All right. All right. Catch you guys later. All right. Yeah. All right. Take care, Michael. See ya. All right. Bye.